Hey guys, welcome back to A Plot of Confusion, and I am your host with my beautiful co-host, Nikki! And I gotta tell you, we got a show today for you. First of all, this is a show, we're going to be talking about a subject matter that's going to be very sensitive. Um, Please keep the people that have dealt with the flooding in Las Vegas... Uh, the other people that have dealt with the fires in Hawaii and Maui. Maui, please keep them in your prayers. Uh, we're going to be talking about these right now, and a lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of theories of of why these things are happening, whether it was a laser or, or whatever. But we're going to look at it from more of a spiritual side in this podcast where a question I'm bringing to the table is are these signs that America not those actual places but America itself being given warning signs of an upcoming judgment against her right so I think that um these two in particular are not average. Um, the one in Maui and the other circumstances and then the one in, in Utah obviously is a desert where they were having Burning Man and it's not a desert anymore. It's no, a mud pit. It's a big mud pit. And, and these are really abnormal. You gotta add in the fact you had animal die-offs that have increased again. Which you also have had shark attacks, fatal shark attacks that have happened um, recently. You're seeing a lot of things happening around the world. I mean, you've got the Euphrates River drying up, which you looked at and said, wow, it looks like what? It looks like an Omega symbol. Like, I don't know which part of the city it was. I just remember seeing it or which part of the, the country itself. But it looked... Almost exactly like an Omega symbol from Greek. Yes, which means the end. The end. An ending. The, the, and in the scriptures it talks about in the book of Revelation, Euphrates River drying up. Now, now Euphrates is one of the four main rivers they talked about that flowed out of Egypt. There's the Tigris, the Euphrates. Help me with the other two. Wow. You put me on the spot just now. <laughs> Bring. I, my, my, I was pulling my notes He was up. doing something else. We'll have I to was, come back to it. We will. I was pulling but my notes up. But it's one for... of the ones that's supposed to come out of Eden. And it's actually the only one we really know where it is. The other three, we don't quite know where it is. Uh, Tigris. So, yeah, I said Tigris, Euphrates. And there's two more. Yeah. He's going to look it up. I am. I am. Because we have to. Cause... Sometimes that's what we got to do. Yeah. You, you, you have... The Garden of Eden, which is an interesting thing because there's a theory out there that is referring to the Garden of Eden being a North North Pole. Um, that'll be a future probably podcast, yeah. something. It's very something sub- we just heard about today, and we were like, huh, maybe. So maybe. we're going to do some research. Yes, definitely going to do some research on it. Um, you have God creating, the and the river went out of... Um, Eden and the waters of the garden from thrice it was apart and became into four heads. You had the uh, Pishon, you had the, and then you had the 
that which was where gold was, um, onyx stone. You had the Gihon. Then the third uh, river would be your Tigris, and then it would be uh, Euphrates. So that would be your four rivers uh, that would be coming out of the land of uh, of Eden. Um, so the Euphrates River has been mentioned in the Bible and other ancient texts for thousands of years. And for it to be drying up has become like the shock yeah. to everybody. Because I don't think he's ever done that. Never. And sometimes we have like rainstorms and fires and floods and things. But the Euphrates has never ever, even if you count like putting up a dam for them to get more water in certain areas, or if you count um, the rainy and the regular season, even yes. in the regular season, it doesn't dry up. No. Like the non-rainy season. Yes. Now, going into and back to um, the scriptures, you've got this thing that's taking place in America right now, which, for me, first of all, talking about the animal die-offs and, and the book of Hosea chapter 4 tells us therefore shall the land mourn and everyone that dwelleth therein shall languish and the beasts of the field the fowls of heaven yea the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away so you're you're seeing these major animal die-offs and you're having these extinction level events and then from there and this is what we're just referring to in the world, dealing with the Euphrates River, dealing with animals. These are the things that's affecting the whole world. But we want to get to America and what's happening in America. Um, first of all, I'm not saying anything about those areas being under judgment, that this was done to them. Because they had done something. Right. I'm saying our nation itself is so out of out of course to what is a Judeo-Christian um, belief in in the Creator, and we have become so tolerant of sin that that it's even it's taboo to even say what sin is anymore. And you have churches that have blindly allowed this thing of inclusion to come in and let's just be frank about it we're, we're really talking about a group of people that when you really see some of them that are very adamant and hateful and mean and and talk about tolerance of love but yet they show no love for a Christian person I mean, I mean, if they look at anybody regular... And we're talking about the LGBT. I want to make sure I put this out yeah. there. And I'm not saying that every LGBT... Uh, the alphabet soup. Um, out there is this way. There's a, there's a handful. There's always been the saying that a, um, a bad apple can spoil the bunch. We have friends that are gay that we know and I've worked with and are good people that look at this and are like, what are they doing? Yeah. What are they doing? This makes no sense. But we are, and it's not just that part that has been brought into sin, but other sins such as human trafficking is another sin. You have, uh, you have. You're supposed to do it to yourself, as you would have to do it to you. 
Yes. You do unto others as you would have done unto you. You have the fact that you have people that um, you got drugs and alcohol and all this stuff that, um, and then you've got people on medicines and pharmacia and you got depression really high and the whole feel of America is falling down into a cesspool of, of really, it's not a, what makes America great. It is what's making America worse. And I would even say just 20 years ago, this was not the case. No, not, not. I mean, we've, we've doubled and tripled and quadrupled the amount of people doing things that is not right in their cultures, whether it's Christian, whether it's Muslim, whether it's um, Judaism. There is a big group of people in those religious movements that are saying, you're not following our, our stuff that we have commandments, our scriptures, etc. But then you also have where you have America following foreign gods. Yes. And, and you have this great falling away where you're supposed to have separation between church and state, but for a while there, we were allowing a temple dedicated to Baal to be displayed and used by taxpayers' monies to be used and set up in different cities around the United States, you know. So there's been a lot of things, and, and there's been this great falling away from, let's just be honest, sexual sin is on the rise. I mean, we, we now have hookup centers or hookup apps where the whole point of the app is to have sex. To se- have sex outside of marriage. So you're looking at this depravity, this pulling away from God, this rejection of a creator, and looking at creation and giving it more praise. And the question is, as we have in America pulled away from our Christian values and the line and the path that we've gone, is America better than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago? I mean, for me, personally, you know, getting into the 40s, that's kind of like, I don't know. I have to look at parents and stuff like that and say, you know, where where do you think? But in all honesty, I just by how things are happening in the school systems, things are, it's just, everything is out of course, and, you know, in the scriptures, you're given warning signs, um, there's one in particular that I want to pull up, is there something else you want to, um, well, I, I, I was a teacher for a long time, and I saw, during my time especially, I didn't really see all these, a lot of times, this changes have come in the last 10 years. Um, I started working in 2000, and I was afraid, the, the main thing I was afraid of, and this is silly, but I was afraid that um, I would be allergic to the chalkboards, because I was. But, if I was going to be in teaching now, I would be worried about bathroom issues, and how to address people, and how my school system felt about all that because it's difficult to navigate. Already, I mean, it was it was difficult to navigate before you had up to a million genders, 
And now you're being told if you misidentify somebody, it could be a criminal act. And it could just be, you don't know what they identify. I mean, it's, it's like this old song joke thing, uh, here's your sign. And it's like, now everybody has to wear a sign so you could read their sign to see what they are. are. And, and it's, it's mind-boggling. And I blame, I blame these prosperity preachers. Mm-hmm. They came in in wolf sheep's clothing and talked about prosperity preaching. And it's interesting, Paul. Peter says, but there are false prophets. This comes out of Second Peter chapter 2. There are false prophets also among the people, even as shall be false teachers among you, who purely shall be damnable heresy, even denying the Lord that brought them and bringing upon themselves swift destruction. I mean, you, you got where they speak evil, where they sit there and spread lies, it says, and uh, God spared not the angels that sin, but cast them down to hell. So God is a God of righteous. So if he is looking at our world and how wicked it has become, you know, we're also where we have people that are like, well, I'll be, you know, when the rapture happens, I'll be, you know, beamed out of here, Scotty. And nowhere, nowhere is that in the scriptures is that you're going to get out of here because trust me the first century christians we ain't got close to what they've gone through not even close so the rapture was going to come because of the persecution that was going to be ensued upon mankind right there nero and what he did right there warranted under that understanding that that means the rapture should have happened then so we have to understand that Jesus tells us that as in the days of Noah were so shall the coming of the Son of Man be for as in the days that were before the flood they were eating, drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark they knew not until the flood came took them all away so shall the coming of the Son of Man be he even goes on if you read the whole chapter Jesus lays out exactly how the end times is going to be and he talks about there's going to be this great tribulation coming upon mankind that if he it wasn't shortened no flesh would be saved and we've got AI coming on we've got now Tesla has approved to have um, this brain chip Neuralink Neuralink put out by Elon Musk yes so I mean, and it just got approved for FDA testing on humans. Yes, I mean, you got a lot of things that's going on that people are looking for immortality. Oh, for that matter, the FDA approved that lab-created meat is is oh, able to be put out there too. That, so you don't know if you're going to go to McDonald's and get like real meat, random. Yeah, like it won't be beef, it won't be chicken, it won't be none of that. It'd, It'd be, be like just meat. Just something. Just protein, essentially. Just something. Yeah. You you just chemically put together. Exactly. So you, so you know certain things. I mean, you know, God tells us also not to mix seed, to not to do these things, and you know we we lead the uh, the world in making genetically modified foods, and we're now seeing the cancer rates and stuff like that are now being linked to these genetically modified foods so with all this happening the question comes 
could we be bearing witness to if, if we don't turn back to the God of the Bible and if we don't turn back and repent there's a lot of people that are out there that don't want to hear any of the teachings of Paul matter of fact they are just adamant I only want to know what's written in the red lettering of the Bible I only, I only will follow what Jesus teaches and Jesus never talked about anything that we're dealing with right now none of that subject matter was taught none of that there was brought up but I tell people wait a second yes it was and it was clearly demonstrated exactly how God and how Jesus the, the, the son of God how he and the father are the same and that they, they are the same that all go way back to the book of Genesis that Jesus sits there and has brought a woman that has been caught in adultery. And she's been caught in this act of adultery. You have to understand, to be caught in an act of adultery, that means there was two partners. She wasn't doing it on her own. But you don't see the man's side being brought. You only see the female being brought before Jesus and says, Rabbi, this woman was caught in the acts of adultery under the law of Moses we are to stone her but what do you say rabbi Jesus wisely stoops down and is quiet starts writing in the sand he looks up and says ye without sin cast the first stone so immediately he goes and stoops back down and he goes on writing in the sand. As he's writing in the sand, from the eldest to the youngest, all walk away. They all drop their rocks. They all walk away. Now, right there, you would sit there and say, see, Jesus was all about love. He loved her no matter what she had done. He accepted her for who she was. He wasn't judgmental. He wasn't going to be the one to cast that stone because Jesus is the God of love. What else but, does he say? But he goes on to say and looks up and says, Woman, where's the accusers? She looks around and she says, There's no one but you, Lord. She knows that Jesus has the authority as a rabbi to go pick up one of those rocks and bash her head in. But Jesus does something. And this is where we have, in the church, have forgotten this very important thing. This very important um, attribute, if you will. This, this, this forgotten, the most important thing that Jesus came here for. He sits there and he says, I don't accuse you either. Go home and sin no more. Which means, in Hebrew, Greek, which means repent of that sin that you were doing and never do it again. Repent of it. Change the way that you were living in sin and the thing that was sexual sin that she was living in he tells her to sin no more, to repent 
and not go back to. Not to look to Christ again to be her deliverer a second time well, if she's off in the act <laughs> again. again. He is specific in saying about sexual sin is come out of it and sin no more. Somehow we've lost this translation because people, let's just be honest, no one reads their Bibles. They listen to a man in a pulpit or they listen to a television television program. They don't get into the Word. They don't look at what Jesus says. They claim they follow only what the red lettering says. And clearly in the red lettering, Jesus does talk about sexual sin. So when you see this and you take a look at America and how we have become so over the top of not being able to identify what a woman is, over the top of over-sexualizing everything could that not be bringing upon judgment upon America? That we have been giving these warning signs, tragedies, horrific tragedies. And what is happening to them, giving them $700 a week, is unbelievable and just inhumane when we're giving billions of dollars to Ukraine. But the thing is, is that we have to understand that the importance of following Jesus is where today's church has forgot this valuable, this very important, viable information is to sin no more. It's just that simple. You are also wanting to share some things that you, you talked about, which was what the people were going through in those areas and how people can maybe look to see if they can because uh, there's supposed to be things out there for people to be able to donate to and stuff oh, like that. I'm not sure about that yet. I'm sure there are and there was one guy that we listened to that was saying that if you send it to the regular relief sites, it's not getting to those people. That's what, yeah. But if you, if you hunt through Facebook, they've encouraged people to put on their like GoFundMe's and PayPal and stuff like that that you can send money to um, because I don't they even the people in Maui are saying uh, we need water we need a shelter all our houses have burned down and like nothing's coming in for that matter uh, I've heard lots of reports of them trying to get out of the area and it being blocked by police they really can't go through there but yeah. there's no fire on the other side of it they just can't go that way they go try to find another way out of the area, and that's blocked by fire people too, or fire, not police people, I should say. And 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 this is during that time, so they have literally nothing. So look and see um, what you can do to try and help out these areas. Um, I think that's going to be it for the show today. But the question is: Is America coming under judgment? And if we are coming under judgment. Are these the warning signs to make us recognize that we are living in this sin and that God is telling us to turn from our sin and sin no more so that we can repent and be delivered and not be found wanting and be put into judgment? This is a plot of confusion because the world we live in is getting very confusing. Extremely. God bless. 
Have a good one. Bye, guys.